0: Okay. Good morning, everyone. Welcome. This is Chat with Chat. I'm your host, Ginger Wade, and you will see I have a special guest, Dr. Kathy, with me today. Uh, we're going to get to know Dr. Kathy a little bit here. She's going to be at convention, which we're super excited about, but there's something else really exciting I need to tell you about. If you did not see our posts earlier this week, this is the 200th episode of Chat with Chat. Yay. So we've been doing this since 2018. And uh, wow, it's like five years. (laughs) I can't believe it. So we're going to do a giveaway. We're going to give away two tickets to convention. So if you would like to enter, here's what you do. You like our video. And in the comments, tell us what your favorite part of parenting is. Dr. Kathy helps us with parenting. So I thought let's do a parenting question. So what is your favorite part? It could be cuddling with the kids it could be a story you get to read an activity you do anything that just and there's so many things i know that get our hearts but the thing that you would say i just love this the best uh so share that with us in your comments in the comments and like and next monday evening you have until monday april 10th at noon next monday evening we're going to randomly choose a winner and we will let you know if you're the winner of two tickets to convention Okay. So that's exciting stuff. Woo-hoo. So this week is Easter week. Uh, and there is so much I wrote down here in my notes. It's a week packed with so many emotions sandwiched between two glorious Sundays. <laughs> so you have Palm Sunday, Hosanna. You know, we're singing to Jesus and putting our coats on the ground to him. And then all this stuff happens. We just read about him overturning the tables yesterday and all the teaching that happens and then. Monday, Thursday and Good Friday and, and all the things. Uh, and then, of course, Easter Sunday, so glorious. It's the best day of the year, right? So um, there are so many things that you can share with your kids. And I know, understand they're little, so some of the things, concepts might be a little hard. But you can introduce things to your children. Uh, we use resurrection eggs, these little eggs. And inside, there's like a little, um, I guess you call them mementos about what happened. Um, and then there's scriptures in a little booklet that you can read to go with it. And that's kind of exciting because kids like to open surprises. We got a little booklet from our, um, can't, it's called Kingdom Kids at our church, our children's ministry. She gives us something every year to, to read through um, just to get our kids thinking about what this 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 week is about. Dr. Kathy, is there anything that that you have... Suggested in the past or that you've shared with children about about Easter and explaining the story to them? Any resources you have?
1: Yeah, let me share two things. I I love that we're starting with this. I want to encourage all the parents listening to establish habits um, because you children take those as memories into the future. And I imagine those of us who are raised in church um, probably have memories. My great aunt Erna sacrificed to purchase for each of us kids a very special Easter egg. And it was filled with a really rich cream.
0: Mm. It was from
1: a famous candy store in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, near where we were raised. And I got to tell you, I still, I remember Aunt Erna. I remember the taste and the texture of the egg. And I remember conversations. I was raised in church, not by Christians. We were very religious back Mm. when this would have been happening But I remember that and it's rich. So establish traditions, whatever it is that you do, keep doing it, establish traditions. And I also want to say that scripture, of course, is the very best place to turn for kids. You know, this is not our opinion that Jesus, you know, rose from the dead for us. And if everybody just wants to jot this down, uh, Matthew 28, verse six, the first couple of phrases of that verse, I'll just teach you something real quick. I'm a former uh, university professor. My PhD is in reading. So I'm fascinated by reading. And I tend to read scripture out loud when I can with great emphasis on certain Mm -hmm. words because it brings it to life. Mm -hmm. So Matthew 28, verse 6 says, he is not here for he has risen as he said. But what if we read it this way? He is not here for he has risen as he said. He is not here for he has Mm. risen as he said. He is not here for he has risen as he said. He is not here for he has risen as he yes. said he is not here for he has risen as he said he is not here for he has risen as he said he is not here for he has risen mm-hmm. as he said he is not here for he has risen as he said he is not here for he has risen as he said yeah and just and it just brings the mm-hmm. truth of life and i've done that with kids where they've memorized that and they love mm-hmm. saying it with an emphasis, which, which I think can demonstrate comprehension. And that's what we want for our kids, right? Is that yes. they believe scripture mm-hmm. and believe us. So yeah, let's take advantage of celebrating Easter and, you know, teaching it as best as we can.
0: Yeah, absolutely. One of my favorite, I'm a drama person. I direct dramas for our co-op. So uh, I love acting things out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so whenever we can put on a costume and wave a construction paper, palm branch, we're going to be doing it. Right. So, cause that love just, it you're doing it. Right. And uh, I found notes the other day in my Bible, a note card from my small group for Easter, the Easter scriptures of who was all the roles and, you know, the kids when they were little and here's, I was like, oh, look, that's so cute. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) So yeah, interact with it, right. Get involved with this. That's going to just keep that in our hearts and in our spirits and Wow, and it is going to be a memory for the kids. That that's going to be amazing for them. My kids still, yeah. You know what? Actually, here's a story. I forgot about the resurrection eggs. I had this little booklet, and I forgot about them. And my eight year old said, "Mom, <laughs> what about the resurrection eggs," and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah." Because we have like six sets of them, right? Each kid made their own, and then we had another one. So it's funny. So I was like, "Okay, and go tradition. get them." And- tradition <laughs> so not- is part of
1: kids' security.
0: Absolutely. They, yeah,
1: they take it into their future. So that's yeah. great.
0: Yeah. So okay, so let's get into our chat with Dr. Kathy. So um, you're going to be at our convention this year just on Friday because she is a busy woman. She's going to be in South Dakota on Saturday and with us on Friday, which is like, woo. so we're excited to have you with us. But our audience might not know you. I was I was talking with um, Rick Green earlier. And I said, you know, Homeschooling's exploded. People are just getting to know chat. They're just getting into like the homeschooling, like speaker crowd maybe, and don't don't know all the people that maybe some of us have known for a while. Um, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, about Celebrate Kids, anything to get people to know you?
1: Sure. Yeah, I'd love to. So yeah, my name is Kathy Cook. It's spelled K-O-C-H. So if you look for my books on Amazon or something, spell it right, K-O-C-H. Um, my ministry is called Celebrate Kids. It's 31 and a half years old. I'm a former teacher, coach, school board member, and university professor. And I thought I would do each of those for a lifetime. I never had an intention to quit a job and move on. Mm -hmm. But God just kept noodling me with Deuteronomy six, and that a parent will always be a teacher's, a parent will always be a child's most important forever teacher. And although what I was doing to train upcoming teachers was important, Mm -hmm. and I loved it actually, I very much enjoyed it. I just knew that God wanted me to work more with parents, but I'm not a parent and I'm single without kids and I'm very content. Mm -hmm. And I always tell my audiences that because I don't want them to feel like I'm lying because at the end, if they say, you know, Dr. Kathy, how do you handle it when your son or daughter does this? And then I'm like, well, I don't have any kids. Then it looks (laughs) like I've been you know, deceiving them. I love children. I had a job for life. I was a tenured university professor and I quit and moved across country to do this. I have the utmost respect for good parents and uh, all of us at Celebrate Kids are huge advocates of of homeschooling it's it's the wisest choice you can make for your family and yes. for your children so um for 31 and a half years been traveling um we, last year I keynoted 9 homeschool conventions across America this yes. year I'm keynoting uh, several i'm honestly i don't have it all in my head cuz i'm i'm that busy yes. we also do a lot of pro life events we do church based parent education I do work with Christian schools because I don't want to abandon that. um, For sure. We do community things. I do grandparent rallies. We do a variety of things. Uh, I've written six books. I'm turning in number seven this week, which is exciting. Lord willing, I'll finish that. Um, Yeah, we just, you know, we love the family. We are biblical worldview, multi-generational family people. Um, I've been on Focus on the Family a lot. Um, We have a podcast. A lot of people know my voice from different podcasts, um, but we, we're looking forward to coming and exhibiting and speaking and just adding life to the excellent event that you all produce I think you. it'll be great.
0: Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We are so looking forward to it. And like you said, I love that your ministry it's, it's biblical worldview and multi-generational. That is yeah. just so huge. I just spoke on it a little bit ago on my show and, and I don't know, there's just something about, it was within mentoring and mentoring, turning into multi-generational learning between, I don't know, it's, it's just amazing. Um, the richness of being involved with people of, of different ages. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so CHAP's purpose, one of the things, the reasons we exist, uh, is we're helping people train their children, like To follow Christ in all of life. It's not Sunday. It's not Wednesday night. It's not, you know, Bible class. It's all of life. Every moment, of your existence belongs to jesus right so mm-hmm. you kind of said this already but so what are some of the other things the things you're doing with celebrate kids how are you strengthening parents to disciple their kids in this way i mean you're saying like homeschooling that's the ultimate way to disciple your children you're with them all the time yeah. so your celebrate kids ministry like what kind of stuff are you tackling or or what kind of approaches do you have with parents like Can you tie us
1: together in that way? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So we talk a lot about relationship, making sure that your relationship is solid just because you're with Mm -hmm. each other 24-7, 365 doesn't mean that they necessarily want to listen to you or learn from you. It can be really challenging actually to be that closely tied as a Mm -hmm. family. So how do you keep your relationship solid so that you can participate with the Holy Spirit to transform their heart for righteousness, for obedience, for love and joy and gratitude, rather than just changing their behavior. So I'm not a behavior modification person. I am Mm -hmm. get to the heart of the matter. So my book, Start With the Heart, is all about relationship, goal setting, compliment correcting, um, establishing the right kind of rapport with your kids. The new book I'm writing is about biblical character, which is different from good character. So how do we use the whole of the scripture to impress upon our children who we would want them to be? Um, I've written a book about how kids are smart in eight different ways. That's my bestseller. Looking forward to speaking on that at the conference. Mm
0: -hmm. And one of the
1: things that I talk about in that book is that we can come to faith in Christ because of how we were created. Like we can connect our kids with something they have in common with God. So that they see connection. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not a huge fan, and I hope this doesn't alarm you, Ginger, or anybody else, but I'm not a huge fan of starting our conversations about sin. You know, we're sinners and we've disappointed God. Mm -hmm. People already think God is a judge. And they already, many of them, even our own children and grandchildren, but certainly kids we might interact with in different ways, already think that they're bad, many of them. So Mm -hmm. let's start with what you have in common with your creator. Mm -hmm. So creative kids are created because God is creative. Kids mm-hmm. who are logic smart and are analytical and think with questions are that way because God is yes. logical. Those of us who are word smart, well, you know, God, Jesus is the word mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. learn through the word. And so we have this thing in common mm-hmm. that we value words and we value language. And so you can talk to kids about this beautiful reality that did you know that you're, you know, the way you love nature and God created it, that mm-hmm. you would enjoy it. And that you would discover him in nature. I'm so excited that you're nature smart. You know, mommy mm-hmm. wants to say, so <clears throat> to use real language, I'm very big on that. And to always, I love what you were saying about, you know, Jesus is not just a Sunday, Wednesday uh, thing. We, we do need to make sure that our kids know that he, he is the all in all. And we, we want to respect that about him.
0: Mm -hmm. absolutely so you were talking about and I think what you're talking about there is your eight great smarts talk right right that's that's, so and that was kind of my next question so you talked about that already but I what I love about that I have heard parts of that before I don't know if it was on Heidi's podcast or whatever but I know I've heard you talk about this before and I was like my eyes were just like what like Uh this that's so amazing because I love, I guess it was, you know, with COVID and being apart from people and this re- just realizing how desperately we need each other. I mean, that first Sunday when we went back into church, I, I leapt from my car and ran over and hugged my friends. Like I just, I did you didn't even know it though. Like I didn't know I had that in me until I was in the presence of other people. Uh-huh. Um, but what I'm getting around to is that connection you were saying, having that connection with the creator, that is I love that thought, because that gives intrinsic value. You have a connection with the creator. Like yeah. you are a reflection of his image. Everyone's made in his image. Well, what does that mean? You know, what does yeah. that mean for me? I don't get that, or explaining that to children. I love that, and there's different ways. It's not just, we get so hung up on the book stuff, like the academics and mm-hmm. things, but there's there's so much more to life than just that. And there are different, um, there's just so many different facets. To our Creator, and we reflect them all. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that's great, and I like I don't know. Whenever I hear you speak about it, I'm like, oh yeah, and it's it's just so inspiring. So I'm I'm encouraging parents out there to come to convention and hear this. It, it I don't know. It just it brings something to my heart with parenting. I'm thinking about connecting with my children and the importance of it, and to just let some of that other stuff go, so that we know that we're working on. Um, that relationship with our kids because that's how we were designed to be. We were yeah, de- I love designed that, Ginger. If,
1: if I can just interject that. Absolutely. When, when children feel known, yeah. they feel safe. Yeah. So when you as a homeschool parent figure out how they learn best, there's less frustration, there's more safety. So the book, you know, the, the major thing I'll talk about at the convention with Eighth grade smarts is how you can teach according to how they are smart. So you might teach spelling words on Monday with the word smart part of the brain. That would make sense. And maybe by Wednesday, you figured out that some of the words are tricky for one of your kids. Then you introduce learning it through another smart and you review with yet another smart on Thursday. And now they're using more of their brain Mm -hmm. to bring to bear on that issue. Or they're doing drama, which requires picture smart, word smart, logic smart, nature smart, people smart, self smart. I could, I could convince you of that in our, in our <laughs> seminar. So the more that you know about how kids are smart, the more confident you'll be as a teacher, mom, dad, the more excited your kids are going to be, especially if they have felt less than. If you did have them in a public school, as an example, and they were not doing well, and that's why you pulled them to homeschool, then understanding how they're smart can be really revolutionary for them. So I'm excited to talk about that along with the other stuff that we'll be doing.
0: Yeah, that'll be great. I'm so excited you're coming. And you know what, I've been listening, I listened to your podcast too. And what I love there is, well, it's bite-sized chunks. So those of you who don't have an hour to listen to a podcast, you have 15 minutes. I know (laughs) you can listen to 15 minutes and at the end, like your discussions are so good. And you, you, you talk about hard stuff. I mean, it's not, it's not just, you know, there's there's hard things, relational things. Recently, uh, those are hard discussions too to have. Um, but at the end, there's always scripture. Yeah. There's always scripture. You come back around to the end, and it's tying it into the word. So parents have scripture because that is the foundation, right? That's the truth. I mean, it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I do, I do love that, and that's you know, a great resource. So. As we're wrapping it up here, I'm so glad you came. I'm so glad that people could get um, a taste of of you and your ministry. And I'm wondering if if people want to know more about you before coming to conventions, they can get connected in with you. Obviously, they can do that when they're here. But if they want to find you before they come, where should they look for you?
1: Well, they can look for um, the Celebrate Kids podcast, wherever you get podcasts. So you just mentioned that. So Celebrate Kids with Dr. Kathy. And then the new one is um, oh shoot um, oh that's so embarrassing we've changed the name several times um, not confront the dark You're, you'll find it don't to- don't
0: fear the dark that's the one I was listening to the yeah 19th, yeah, the, it's, yeah it
1: launches uh, weekday mornings it's about culture and then kind of my my uh, interpretation of what's going on and I appreciate you mentioning that. Yeah. Of course, we're on you know we're on Facebook and Instagram like everybody else under Celebrate Kids Inc. website CelebrateKids.com. We're still working on improving that, but I, I just my whole staff we're all looking forward to being with you in South Dakota. My executive director and a member of our team will be there. Um, a friend of ours is speaking on Saturday since I have to leave, but um, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. We'll talk about technology. We'll talk about motivation. Mm. How do you deal with whiny, complaining kids who say, it's so hard. It's so (laughs) hard. Mommy, you're a mean mommy. It's so hard. How do you deal with that? Um, So I'm looking forward to being with you. And yeah, people want to check us out in advance. That'd be great. Looking forward to meeting with people at the booth when I'm not speaking. We love, we just love putting eyes on people and interacting and being a source of hope.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that interaction with people, I just think is so important because, you know, I can hear you on your podcast. You know, I can mm-hmm. I can get you online everywhere. But you know, when you can be in a room with someone and and that's something with the spirit there, right? I don't yeah. I don't know. The spirit yeah. does something when we're together like that, and it's just it's incredible. So, well, I'm glad you're going to be there. I thank you and for coming on to my show. I appreciate yeah, you sure. here. And before we leave, I just want to remind everybody out there about our giveaway. It's the 200th episode, so like our video here. Put a comment below. Tell us what you love about parenting. Maybe what you're looking to, forward to hearing from Dr. Kathy at convention. That would be great to know. And uh, we will see you. Well, I'll see you Thursday. I'm going to talk about speakers on Thursday with my convention video. And next Tuesday we'll have, I'm not sure what topic I'm going to have. I think I changed it and now I can't remember what I'm talking <laughs> about, but I'll be back on next Tuesday, no doubt. And, uh, We'll enjoy each other's company once again. So again, Dr. Kathy, thank you so much for coming.
1: My pleasure. Looking forward to being with you in person.
0: Yeah, very soon, a month away. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Have a great week.